0: This week's episode is made possible by our friends at Independent Bank. You can learn more about them at i-bankonline.com. Good morning, Memphis. This is Meanwhile in Memphis on WIXR, and I am Anna Thompson, here with my wonderful co-host today. Say hello. This is Jamie Bowler. Hi. Hi. Hello. Um. We are so excited for our conversation today. New Memphis is kind of teeing up our Celebrate What's Right Risky Business, which will be held on April 6th over at the Memphis Botanic Garden. And in doing so, we have a wonderful board of trustees member here today, Kanji Anthony. Um, Do you want to tell us a little bit about Kanji? Yeah,
1: I am so excited because I... You know, used to watch her on the news. So this is so (laughs) exciting. (laughs) You know, Conjie Anthony is the CEO and co-founder of UDL. She's a certified community builder, digital undivided fellow, a level eight Google community guide, 2016 Yelp acronym app consultant, and was honored by the Tennessee legislature for her 28 year award winning TV news broadcasting career. The Howard University graduate holds Columbia Business School executive program certifications in digital marketing and leadership.
0: So she is here to talk to us today about the concept for her crowdsourcing app, which grew out of a private Facebook group called Product Sightings that Kanji Anthony and her sisters started during the pandemic. That page grew organically to thirty five thirty four thousand people posting, quote unquote, shelfies <laughs> and helping community members figure out what stores had essential items Those shelfies didn't just help during COVID shutdowns. The Memphis UDL community came together to help people find essential items when there was a drinking water shortage in town and even more. Um, So I will say that Kanji has not created UDL alone. She has done so along with her two sisters, Aurora Anthony and Janita Anthony and her friend Taiwo Stanbeck. They have created UDL together. So we are very excited during... um, Women's Month to have Kanji on to talk about this Black-owned, women-owned tech startup right here in the 901. So without further ado, let's get into our conversation with Kanji Anthony. Let's go. Welcome Kanji to the studio with us today. How are you? I am so excited because
2: I do love New Memphis and what it stands for and just kind of pushing Memphis forward and up. And so this is really exciting. So thank you guys. Absolutely. (laughs) Thank Thank you. you. We're
0: delighted to have you here. Thank you. Thank you. Um, So for those who might not know, after many years on our wonderful TV screens as a broadcast journalist, uh, Kanji Anthony took a leap of faith in 2021 to create a startup, UDL. So it's named as an aggregation of U plus data, Plus location and engagement. Is that correct? Did I get it right? That is it. Okay, awesome. (laughs) So can you tell us how did you initially overcome that fear of, one, transitioning careers Mm. from being a broadcast journalism, being a journalist, to being like, I think I'm going to start up something. I think I'm going to create an app, a website, a thing. I'm going to do the thing. Well, I don't know if that has ended. It's still scary. (laughs) It's still happening. You're like, what is
2: happening? But okay. So I think one thing that was great was to see my father, you know, he had a 53-year company in the New York City area. And so, you know, he just was a daring person. And so I got to see that. But I, 28 years, um, I'm a news anchor, right? And I never anticipated this would happen. But- What happened was, you know, I would kind of wait to put in my resignation letter and I just would have to talk to myself. And it took weeks for me to just finally turn it in one day. So it was a very scary thing. Um, I didn't quite overcome it. Even as I was turning it in, it was just like, you know, I'm just if I don't do this. okay. You know what? I just figured it out inside my head as I was talking with you. Oh, my gosh. Um, Yes. (laughs) this was what happened i sat there and i s- imagined myself five to ten years from that moment and what would i say to myself and i would have been very disappointed if i hadn't followed through with it and uh, not explored the possibility of this idea becoming
0: uh, reality so that's really what happened yeah so um again i did not know your story about this in particular until I was researching a little bit more. But you initially had an idea that became popular during the pandemic um, with your Facebook page. The product sightings started in 2020. Um, I'm curious about, though, how you knew that that good idea would be like a great entrepreneurial idea and how it would kind of outlast the pandemic.
2: Well, we started seeing the pandemic plateau as far as people not feeling that panic, right? Right. Mm -hmm. And then I looked at our data and we still had engagement, high engagement um, to this day. And I'm just, you know, I just said, what is this? The moment we decided that we really were going to go into business, when we realized that this was so much bigger than us, was during the 2021 ice storm in Memphis when all the pipes Mm -hmm. burst and, People couldn't find water. And then we became this haven for people to say, there are pallets of water here. There is a water giveaway here. There's, um, you know, you can buy it here. And we realized that, you know, there have been supply chain issues from the beginning of time. Yes. But, <laughs> but yeah. The pandemic just made it forefront for the general person like me. You know, I was just, you know, I started following the supply chain. Mm-hmm. And so... Realizing that this is an age- old issue, we knew that it's it's not going away. And so we can always use people, the collective intelligence of people to help one another, locate products that are in stock, and not only that, find the best products for our families and children, you know, because we do that as a community. We help one another. Um, at that last moment when you're making a decision, what am I gonna buy and where am I gonna buy it? That's when Udall comes in and mm-hmm. we help people make that final decision.
1: So, can you tell us, like, so what was the Facebook page? The Facebook page was like people saying, hey, there's a toilet paper frenzy and here's the toilet paper. Can like, yeah. yeah. you tell so, us a little bit more yeah, about that? There was
2: an evolution to it. So it started out as pandemic product sightings. Uh-huh. And so we would say, oh my goodness, you know, you're trying to clean your home. Everybody was like, Lysol. Lysol. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, anything oh
0: my antibacterial. Exactly.
2: So. so people would help. They would be like, you know, there's this other uh, product that you can use. So There's one where we would say, the product's here. But then the community was coming in and saying, if you can't find this product, guess what? There's an alternative. Mm -hmm. So we started helping each other to curate and find good products out there. And even some of the, there were, it was so funny, there was this one spray that, was really stinky, and like people would say it's stanky, like with an a. Like it's like, right, like extra, like, extra yeah. level stank. <laughs> extra <laughs> level. So oh, people no. knew not to get it. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, we were just helping each other curate and
1: saving lives by, you know, helping totally. people like, and know. saving time and money and resources,
0: like and you know. and yes. exposures. If you don't have to drive all over creation, yeah, going insane. into 40 different stores to find a toilet paper roll. So this was local. This was. This totally. just and Memphis Community right. is
1: talking on this page for right. the most
2: part. And then when people stopped just doing pandemic products, we switched to product sightings. Yeah. And then we, we realized it was a business, right? And so then we had to start looking at trademarks and all the different things, and product sightings was just too general. Mm. They, we couldn't have gotten a trademark on product sightings. Oh, okay. So we, ah. we said, what is our algorithm? What is it that we do? And so we looked, we went really deep into the mechanism that was driving this group and it was the people, right? So it's like you, right? And then the data that they were sharing from the internet and then um, the location they were in, cause it matters where you are cause it yeah. has to be in driving distance. And then the engagement between the people. So we realized, we, we were like, let's just make it this. And it's a gamble because you don't want to change the name of something that people understand. Mm-hmm. But we kind of had no choice.
0: You know? Okay, because product sightings was too
1: general too, for yeah. a trademark. Yeah. So, so what is the more specific? So I know that the util breakdown of of all those different pieces, but is it specifically a certain type of product? Is it like... Groceries, is it, or, yeah. What's the? That's so interesting. Where where the gap between
2: Amazon and your home? You know those uh, products that you can't quite wait for Amazon to deliver, yeah. and so it's it's uh, perishable items or items that you use inside of your home to help run it. Uh, we found out that our our white hot user is um, okay. It's females. Of course. Why does this of course uh, is. Yeah. I'm sorry. doing all Women. the emotional labor for their homes? Yeah. Well, it's true. Right. So um, it started out. It's actually um, more men are joining now. But, uh, yeah. Hello. Um, but basically it's uh, there's an, a segment of the population called the sandwich generation. They're sandwiched between caring for parents and children.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Is that you? Yes. That's me raising the hand.
2: <laughs> I'm caring for my mom. Yeah. So, you know, this is me where I just don't have time there are certain products you need now and you can't wait to get them and you don't have the time yeah and so those are the products that we're talking about there are 11 verticals and so we've identified them and one of the big ones is of course groceries you know okay you know. so
0: for somebody like me who doesn't really understand the term verticals can you Yeah, so it's just um,
2: an area of emphasis for your... uh, It's a vertical where there's a... a You know that this is... So grocery stores, that's one vertical. Okay. Right? Mm -hmm. And so it's there are the areas that um, we know we have to focus on now as we're building. Because there are... It's not just the sandwich generation. Uh, We know people... There are some people who don't like to shop.
1: And they just (laughs) want it now. I hate yes. grocery shopping i make my husband do it. i'm like i will cook if you grocery shop but we went together yesterday and it was so much better but there's so much that's not there like and this is this has been going on for at least a year now where you'll just go to certain sections it's just wiped out completely and so i don't i don't know can you talk a little bit about like supply chain and and you know inflation is an issue with groceries right now like how does all that play into this this app this Your, new technology. that is such a good question because uh we okay for example
2: when the baby formula recall happened yes. yeah. our moms were talking about this before it became national news so we we kind of identified trends as well so we can see what's happening and what we are seeing is that people are are using this um as a mechanism to find not just uh, missing items, but nuanced items Mm -hmm. as well. So there was a pastor who said, I like vegan almond milk and I'll
1: go in and it's not there. So there's an issue with almond milk right now. I do unsweetened vanilla. Sorry, sorry to interrupt, but it's like, I never know. It's a thing. I'm particular about my
0: almond milk and it's been wiped out recently. Unsweetened vanilla. It's because I'm coming for it. Stop. (laughs) Get away from it. (laughs) Get away from my almond milk.
2: Yeah, but no, but, um, no. So, yeah, I think that a lot of people are getting away from sugar. Yeah. And so as we're learning more, what we're seeing is we kind of identify the trends. So we started seeing people were looking for products. they didn't ma- It didn't matter how much they cost. Now what we're seeing with our people is that they want deals because mm-hmm. they can't afford anything anymore. <laughs> so true too expensive to live. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, so that's the thing too, Jamie, like you were talking about like even just going to the grocery, like say I'm trying to use like forethought into my grocery list. I'm not just willy nilly kind of right. like yeah. maybe eight years ago, I would have just gone and, oh, this looks nice. I guess I'll have this for dinner. And so now I'm like, okay, let me look at the coupons. Let me look at what I already have in my mm-hmm. pantry. Let me look at what I can buy in bulk. Let me look at what I can, how I can segment all this stuff. And then you get to the grocery. And you're like, well, dang, it's not now here. this whole plan is busted yeah. up because I didn't think to see if the grocery store would have it or if the store and s- would have certain it. Certain or- stores
1: have certain products that are more affordable there. So it's like, okay, do I need to buy my meat and produce from this store? And then I need to buy this from the this store. Sh- and yeah. then it's like... How much gas am I using? To like, go all
0: over creation to yeah. do that. So that's where util steps in. Yes. And, and says, let the, oh, me be your Gosh, <laughs> there are so
2: many. I want to say like so many things. Like one, I love uh, the impact we are having on our carbon footprint. And Ooh. that's data I'd, I, I'm really... If anybody knows out there how to collect that data, um, you know we're 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 working to figure that out. And
0: mm-hmm. um, it's a tricky one, I bet. To
2: well, of... yeah, because like if you're going from point A to point B instead of point A, B, C, D, E, F, G to find something, we know we have an impact on the, the carbon footprint. So once once we have more ways to pull data, because we're we're pulling a lot of data right mm-hmm. now. But, yeah. Um, but once we're able to pull that, I, I look forward to seeing the number of how much. Um, pollution we've prevented from people just going straight there. Um, So that's really exciting. Um, When we had this idea, we're like, well, we have to make this happen, right? And uh, one of our team members went to Yale, and uh, one of the founders went to Yale, and she had, uh, she reached out to the computer science department, and we found a genius in there who built our algorithm. And he took what, what was in, in this head right here, and was <laughs> able to code it, and that is a back end into the stores uh, online. Okay. So there, you're able to see what's there and what's not there. And so the good thing is that we are able to see what's really in stock and show you what's really in stock. And then we made sure that the most inexpensive is at the top. Oh, nice. Right. So it's just default. Ooh. Yeah.
0: But thank you for that. For the other people who default to the highest price side on top,
2: thank you. But here is the challenge: we have to build it one by one. Each store, Mm. it's it's like building the store from ground up. So you have to build code the connection to the store. So right now we have, for example, we have millions of products, but we have Kroger, Mm -hmm. Best Buy. um, You know, we are looking to expand and have more partnerships with more stores so that they can amplify what they're selling and once you connect it
1: does the inventory update automatically or yes okay that's awesome and i can't imagine like you know grocery store workers are already so but like how do they let you know what's there or not but yeah so it's and that's the other thing it's it's real time
2: Mm. um you know, everything's changed like chat GPT, you know, um, Every, just yeah. everything is moving so fast. And the one thing that we love about what we're doing is that we are bringing this real time element mm-hmm. to, um, finding what you need to run your home safer, smoother, and more efficiently, you know? Yeah. Awesome. So, yeah. That's part of it. That's our mission. <laughs> if you didn't know, um,
0: <laughs> now we know, but now you know, um, so. I'm curious as a fellow journalist myself, um how did your background of being curious and just being naturally kind of inquisitive mm-hmm. and kind of getting to the to distill information um, assist you in your entrepreneurial journey?
2: It's literally the root of of all of this is because, you know, as a journalist, like this, my my ethos, my heart is that, I I want to share information that that anyone can use to make their life better, right? So you if you have this information, that means you can walk into the world educated about what you're seeing around yes. you. So that was that's that was my I, you know I had to look and I said what is my mission as journalist, right? And so then with this when I was watching the pandemic come towards us I've, I've literally felt sick and i've described it as yeah. being like you know that first breakup of your first boyfriend you know oh, <laughs> like that gut. You know, it's
1: so- like, oh, <sighs> such an accurate Ugh.
2: yes like i was Best just like feeling. what are we gonna do like like you know i just i knew that we have a poverty situation how are people going to get these products for their homes yeah. and i just imagined You know what it could be like and then i literally was like god what what could i do besides just sharing information as a news anchor that could really change people and help them to be safer and not have to deal with this pandemic by themselves Mm -hmm. like so i i was like well i'll just i'll just see if i create this group maybe people can help each other so that it's not just you by yourself alone carrying this load and i could not believe it was just crazy like i was sitting there i was like oh wow you know this first two days like it was like 200 people joined and then it was like oh you know that's kind of cool and then i was like <laughs> whoa it's like a thousand and then i just remember that day when it it hit 10,000 i was like oh my there are 10,000 people in memphis you know and then <laughs> Now we're at thirty-four thousand and when you think of that, you know, the market penetration is really huge, you know, and and that's with just people telling each other.
1: Yeah.
2: And so there are companies that pay. But we weren't we weren't a company. We were just trying to help people.
0: Right. And then I call my sister of like journalists. How can how can I help? How can we come together? How can one little piece of knowledge help one other person? And then that's great. And then because you are a data junkie like you just said before you came in like then you got to being like oh 200 people 10,000 people that's a lot 34,000 <laughs> wow. people that's a whole lot that shows you there's a need yeah and so then that those wires i feel like everything's like kind of firing on all cylinders and you're yeah. like okay hang on this is a thing so now we need to make it an official thing
1: yeah and your experience also like it reminds me of of one of the TED talks that we just had um Kelly English, local chef, entrepreneur. Uh, he I gave a I love <laughs> Restaurant Iros. <Whoa>, Second <laughs> yeah, like right, line, right. Right. all the Panta. It's delicious. Yes. All um, the things. We're very lucky as a city to yeah. have him. And, and so he gave this talk called The Fear of Being First. And and mm. it, speaking to, you know, the fear that you talked about, that gut, like, punch of the pandemic, and mm-hmm. then how innovation can can come from those situations. And by just, like, talking to the community, connecting, you know, with other people and seeing what they need. Um And yeah, like that at that moment when, so
2: in these situations, the good and the bad come right. So of course there were the hoarders and then there were (laughs) the the gougers and we like, I I could not handle that because I'm like, I don't want this to be linked, you know, to what I'm doing because that's not what this was for. Mm -hmm. And so that's when I called my sisters um, who ran my, my dad's company. So they, they like sat across from each other. One was there for 20 years, the other 27 years and they worked like their best friends. Right. And so I was like, you guys, I need your help. I'm like, I know this is so random, but there is this Facebook group and I can't manage it alone. Like, can you help me? So they started like just going on and like making sure no one was like, you know, using it to sell or to, to scam people making, they just were protecting the, the, the people on there who were just honestly trying to find these products. So then they were like, this is just fascinating, you know? Yeah. And then there were moments where people were so messy and it was fun. <laughs> like, I was <laughs> like, this is fun to see, like, this kind of messy, you Doesn't know, but Facebook then <laughs> always get this messy, kind of messy is like,
0: not. What? <laughs> yes.
1: Facebook groups always get messy. Oh, yeah. You know? So it was
2: just like, I mean, we would laugh. We would then be like, how are we going to stop this? How do we how do we figure this out? Yeah. And then finally, that's when we, you know, like I said, we we went ahead and we started doing all the legal stuff and you know, writing the patent, uh it, can you just imagine the thought of that? Yeah. yeah I that <laughs> is a whole thing. Cause we've we've mapped it out to the metaverse, you know, to like years of what they call user stories. So every single feature that you see on a website is planned. Like every like, you know, down to the font, you know, everything where it's placed. Why Why it's there. And and so what happens is you have to plan out every single feature. And when you're creating a patent, you have to imagine what it know, what it is today, but imagine what it could be so that you can cover
1: yourself. And so that, yeah, that took some time. Wow. So, and just to go back. So this is not only a locally owned business. This is, this is a women owned business, and we just celebrated International Women's Day earlier yes. this month. Yes. So I'm, I'm snapping over yes. here. Girl power. Snaps for girl power.
0: <laughs> yeah, that is exciting. Yeah, it's so exciting. Yeah. Um, awesome. Okay. Uh, if you have just tuned in with us, we are speaking with Kanji Anthony. She is a B- New Memphis Board of Trustees member, and she is also the CEO and co-founder of UDL. So we are talking about entrepreneurship today. We're talking about all kinds of fun things. Um, something you hit on a little bit earlier when you were thinking about the product sightings page that then turned into kind of what Util kind of is now. Um, was that you knew that our city and also nationally has trouble with access, trouble with um poverty and things like that. I'm curious how you mentioned in the patent planning that you kind of have to see what it is, what UDL is today, but also what UDL could be in the future. And I know that it's kind of statistically where are there a lot, are a lot of food deserts, there's also kind of some tech deserts. So I'm curious about like accessibility to UDL and being able to use the service. That's so interesting that you say that. Um,
2: mobile phones are literally like a an appendage. Mm-hmm. So what we've done is we made sure that what we created is desktop and mobile friendly. Mm-hmm. So making it, giving it um, that mobile access um, makes it more accessible to to all. Um, one thing that you know it was so interesting there. What you do is when you're building tech, you have what's called focus groups. But everybody does that. But you specifically, yeah, uh, yeah, you meet with the people who are using it the most and you ask them what they like, what they don't like, what they'd like to see and that kind of stuff. And so when we did our survey, we, we actually launched mobile apps to start. And then we found out that uh, the users preferred uh, to have both uh, the access to both desktop Mm -hmm. and mobile. So they wanted to do some of their research um, on the desktop, but that, but then they're on the go as they're in the community buying things. So it's this. So we we felt that it was very important to have um, website access, although eighty
1: six percent of our users are 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 searching on their mobile phones. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah. Though if you don't have a mobile phone, then you could go to your you know your local library and you can use the desktop version. Mm. So that's great. Yeah, that's Spanning true. That
0: access something else that we were curious about so you said that you're you kind of called on your sisters who live in the new york um area and i know you were based kind of in memphis originally as a broadcast journalist correct yes but now that you were kind of stepping out of that field and into one that you could kind of be placed anywhere how did you decide that memphis was still the best city for this to kind of be headquartered and to like launch and be your beta city and like the one that you're going to model everything after
2: where do i start okay <laughs> i am you know in in spanish you say me encanta. Mm-hmm. that means like i'm enchanted by you know me encanta memphis um there i am enchanted by memphis there is this thing about it that you know it's like you're on the river right there's this beautiful natural wonder out there you, um, you know, you can smell the barbecue wafting in the air and you walk into, you know, it could be a restaurant and there is the best artist you've ever heard in your life and you should have paid a cover charge. And you're just like, you know, there are just all these wonderful things. Um, I used to live in California and my commute um, to the TV station was an hour and 15 minutes each
1: way. No, no. <laughs>
2: all nope. right that's nope. why they say nerp nerp. um <laughs> so after that I just said I'm never doing that again and so that is another thing like the traffic is nothing like you know any other city I know people out on Walnut Grove in in that in the Germantown area are going to disagree yeah, <laughs> you, know, you
0: know that little <laughs> no, area but even right? comparatively yeah exactly yeah. like, like, it's just in I mean, any other major metropolitan area it's just right. not yeah. it's Everyone thinks right. their city
1: has the worst traffic though i feel like everyone thinks that but it's not not the case it's it's not, not here. here
0: factually it might be different yeah. go to atlanta <laughs> like, and try to drive
2: go to Ooh. la yeah. Yeah. yeah and then um you know like yeah everything's like 15 minutes away right pretty much Um, And then the cost of living now when I travel, I literally am like, why are you trying to rob me? Like, I I don't Mm -hmm. have to pay these prices, you know, and I, you know, so I realize, I mean, the cost of living is amazing. Uh, so there are just so many things. And I just think, like, the people are so colorful. Like, putting the way people put phrases together, um, I just, I it's just so saucy. And um, <laughs> I just love it. I just love it here. And so I knew just from a cultural standpoint and just from a living uh, standpoint that this is where I wanted to be. And then, yes, I, I wondered. I said, okay, so we we could be labeled as a tech desert, right? And then I saw um, different entities like, you know, like Epicenter Memphis. Mm -hmm. You know, they're making those strides to really, really uh, become more tech-centric. And, um, you know, so aligning ourselves with those who are pushing technology forward, that was just – important and exciting. And to be on the precipice of, of Memphis becoming, um, you know, like there's there's this energy that's, that's coming here where tech is finally getting its footing here, you know, with Alchemist yes. coming, um, that's really exciting. No, they're here, they're here. And, <laughs> you know, I guess in April, they're going to start um, an accelerator. And so to have like a world-class accelerator in Memphis is, I think that's a big turning point. And you know, and I also look at the people like uh, Mecca Equeque, that the, the um, crew. Code yeah. Crew, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, so then you have somebody who's awesomely bringing nonprofit dollars in to uh, f- offer free coding to the children of Memphis. It could be like the biggest game changer that you could possibly imagine when you look at our our. Uh, poverty statistics like could we be that place where we are building like a force of young people who can you know be employed in the tech world and and then building the companies that are here so they don't have to learn here and leave right Mm -hmm. so um i just you know like i'm very serious about i feel very emotional about memphis i like i'm like if I spend my dollars, I literally am like, did I spend it in my zip code? Let me make sure. You know, because I really I believe in shopping local. It's like very deep for me. Um, so I just I really enjoy being able to see this happening right in front of us.
1: It's happening in our time, guys. Yeah. Yeah it's it's so exciting and everything you're talking about gets me like Ah! gets me pumped you guys can't see but i am nodding vigorously Uh, but i mean and you kind of talked about it this this kind of like tech i don't know what should we call it tech revival revolution yeah yeah renaissance is happening in mexico
2: yeah that's like that yeah tech renaissance in in you heard it here first
1: everybody yes it's a
0: tech renaissance renaissance sorry yeah. renaissance it. you're on it. missed it no
1: you're doing great no, it was no. A hot um, we've like actually got an event coming up New Memphis has an event in two weeks called celebrate what's right it's part of our series yes um, risky business mm. so on April 6th at Memphis Botanic Gardens we're going to be talking about you know a lot of what you just mentioned we've got um, Jessica Tavo from Epicenter is uh, moderating the discussion amazing and it's really going to be a look at entrepreneurship in Memphis why do entrepreneurs like you Kanji pick Memphis You know, why is it attracting all these entrepreneurs? And then, you know, what's going on in the world of of tech entrepreneurship? Like, we've got someone from Alchemist, Hall, Dexter's Robotics, Ridgeline, Venture Capital is now here. Like, that is, it's really an exciting time. So, y'all check out that if you want to hear more about kind of that thread. But you've, like, done a perfect introduction. Can we just, like, play that at the event? Thank you. (laughs) Like, teeing
0: us up for greatness. I also really enjoy, too, that you kind of... Looped in makeup with Code Crew because I ever since I've known about Code Crew and like the tremendous like growth that they've had, making Memphis a place for not just black tech talent, but diverse tech talent from all spectrums that diversity includes, whether that's age, whether that's your neighborhood, whether that's whatever it looks like we really are creating that next generation workforce here in Memphis. And so it is exciting to, like you said, see all of this kind of influx of people from the outside that kind of have it all together, realizing that Memphis also has it all together and that we can Mm -hmm. have this great partnership and alliance. I have a secret to share. (gasps) And
2: yes, this is like, I've never shared this. This is, and I hope Mecca doesn't mind. but there was you know that moment when we found that we had to go from a mobile app to desktop and we had a gap in um develop in our developer staff Mm -hmm. so we were like oh my goodness you know we have to keep this going so there was this tiny little gap and we found great talent to pick up where the apps left off right and then but then there was like a gap in some of the information that needed to be understood. So we reached out to Mecca and we said, and this is not, you know, I, I know that he doesn't, you know, you can't just like jump and help everyone, but he literally, um, him, uh, uh Kevin Gibbs, they on their own private time, um, Help to transition our developers, so that we would not lose our technology. Come on, Memphis. And so that's Memphis. that's, a, that's, that's why Memphis. M- so Memphis. Yes, that is. You <laughs> like, know what I want to say about that? Yeah, I know what you want so to say. So Memphis. <laughs> like <laughs> yes. yeah, absolutely. And I, it's it gives me chills. Like he literally was like, it was more important for, um, you know, this technology company to. To stay and be here, and he was willing to take manpower, a man hours, to talk uh, with our ve- developers for hours to to work through uh, the coding and and get us back online. And wow. so I just we kind of like owe, you know, gosh, we owe him so much, you know, for allowing that to happen.
1: How exciting! I love that. Love to hear love that. Yeah, isn't that beautiful. Yeah, you you've talked a little bit about the ways of Memphis has supported you in this, you know, the the people on the Facebook page, Epicenter, um, you know, working with these folks. Uh, that Tennessee you just Small Business Develop Center, Development Center. Also, of
2: course, oh, yeah. the WBEC, uh, you know, Venetia Mitchell down there. Yeah. Just like literally the whole network. Yeah, It's just like, you just have to know it's out there.
1: Yeah. And is there, is there anything in, from your perspective? Like what could Memphis, what more can Memphis be doing to support, entrepreneurs and small businesses tech startups yeah Yeah. is there anything like well what what you guys are doing is great by you having
2: this podcast right and being able to share information i think that's the key is for people to know what's out there (laughs) and so having these networks come together and then you're broadcasting it I mean, you're playing a role in in supporting entrepreneurship just by helping people hear from other entrepreneurs because things spark. You know, you're like, oh, I could do that. Or you're like, oh, I didn't know that was out there. Oh, shucks. She's got to mess up. (laughs) It's true, though. But I just really think, you know, you need those connectors. You need all of the spokes, you know, like you need all these different um, things come together. But the information getting out there and people knowing that it's there is... That's the key.
0: Yeah. Great. I even feel like this conversation too, like I, um, I worked with Jamie a lot on a lot of things. Um, Celebrate what's right. Panelists are not one of them. And so for me to see this lineup of like Epicenter, Ridgeline, Med Hall, Alchemist, Dexter Robotics, I'm like, what are these things? <laughs> right. I, know, I know that they matter, but what are they doing? I feel like it's a really big deal that a lot yeah. of them are here. Can we talk about even just that? I'm like, okay, like, this is a big deal. Like, not, and a I f- think
1: a lot of people don't know about it. Like, I, I mean, I'm learning a lot from this conversation. I'm gonna learn a lot from that conversation. It's just, and that's just a, a sliver of the pie of what's going on in Memphis, too. Like, we're looking at maybe the tech sector part of it, but there's also like so many other parts of entrepreneurship going on here in Memphis <laughs> that is like so exciting. Yeah, it really is. And, um, you know, I remember
2: going down, like, I even liked how the Grizzlies, um. Well, they have that Saturday where they um, let small businesses come oh, in yeah. and have the the booths. I know and, what you're talking about. Yeah. I'm forgetting the name of it. It's yeah. escaping me, but yes. Yeah, and so it's like I remember going. I went to that, you know, and just seeing all these like young minds that are out there, and you know, it's just like it's a le- it is a leap. It's and it's scary, and and you're you're putting everything you have into creating something that you hope that other people can benefit from. And what I felt in that room was to see all of these people who cared enough about, it's a sacrifice. Like when you're doing this, you don't sleep, you know, you're like, no. Oh my goodness. You know, you're, you know, you're driving all over town. You're like, I mean, it, it's really just like nonstop. So I just saw so much, um, uh, a uh, selflessness in yeah. in that room. I mean, because it is a selfless thing to have a small business, you
1: know. And so it's it's just amazing. Yeah, it, I feel like Memphis has a long like history or a legacy of innovators. You know, I mean, oh from my FedEx and like, you know, St. Jude. Like we've got so we've got Holiday so Inn, many. Piggly Day, Wiggly, right? come on, yes. right? We, we created the grocery store. Exactly. Hello. Right? Hello. Hello. <laughs> yeah, so it's just like y'all are continuing it. It's just in a different platform, you know. It's it's technology now. It's this is fertile ground. It yeah. is. There's something about like it, it's the water. It's the aquifer yeah. water. It That's
2: is, what. It there's is. something in the water. <laughs> yes. But it's like we love music. our water. Music. I mean, you just <laughs> yeah. like and no, like no matter the genre, it you know it, it's there's something here that is just so amazing. Yeah, and it's the
0: birth of a lot, a lot of great things. Totally. <laughs> so i feel like you have a lot of knowledge about all of this stuff i can't tell if you already knew all this stuff whenever you made the leap or if it has been more self-taught or if people have come alongside you with those kind of connections and guidance but i'm curious how you went about finding the answers that you needed here in memphis best question ever um what
2: it is i've i found out that you you know what you know and then you find people around you who can augment what you know um because you can't be an expert at everything and and that was something you know like a lot of this one thing about journalism i'll tell you like okay so i would i remember when the the trolleys um were Yes, on fire yes. oh my gosh when yeah. they yeah. needed yeah. to be retired yeah oh and, and, uh, and so now they needed we, a little tlc yeah needed, yeah and i just remember thinking about i'm like my job is so strange you know i was <laughs> i was news i was reporting and anchoring and they were like there's a trolley on fire kanji go oh. <laughs> and i'm like oh my goodness so i i get in the in the news truck he my photographer is like firing it up to send the signal back to our satellite so that we could go live because the noon was starting in 4 minutes. And so, oh. you know, I jump out of the car. I'm like I'm like did you see what happened? You know, I I talked to the first 3 people and I run back, you know, put plug in my earpiece so that I can hear the anchors and I'm literally live, you know. And <laughs> I you know I had to immediately look like the Terminator uh, you know <laughs> and be like doo, 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 and take everything in and then just start talking. And you know, I realized that to be a journalist, you have to have like like instant you have to decipher things instantly and you have to so there's a lot of stuff that you know i I'd say I learned as a child working in my dad's office, you know um, that I brought here, but the journalism that you know always having deadlines and having to get it done now that all of that came into play like learning fast Um, because when you're a startup you you know you don't necessarily have the time and money to um, make big 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 mistakes you know see you know you you do make mistakes that's clearly you know you learn from those right yeah you you also don't have
0: the time to sit there and read through every single book or every single journal or every single you live it you're whatever you're You're just like i gotta do the best with what i got i have 40 books
2: to read right now (laughs) like i literally and i'm like and i'm like where there are ceos who like i i this is the book i recommend i'm like when did you read it you know because
0: i'm not sleeping (laughs) they're listening to it i'm like
2: Two times yeah. speed, yeah. like while in the they car. sleep, and <laughs> yeah, then yeah. like
0: hoping that they retain some of it. Through. Yeah,
2: because I'll be filling out an application, listening to a webinar, oh and gosh.
0: you know, and
2: I just like have all like all the all the spinning. things, yeah. all the things. Yeah, wow, wow. so <laughs>
1: interesting. <laughs> yes. So is is the app live? Is the website let like how can people access? So it's Google? a website, and I
2: I want to make sure nobody um. Downloads anything? Oh, because, thank you for the clarification. Yeah, because, um, and I'm just going to tell you, this is part of the the what happens in tech. There is an imposter that um, created util in the mobile app stores. No. So we got them out of Apple on uh, the iOS. Um, they're very stringent, like you're, you know. But it's still in Google Play. So. Just don't don't download download anything. Um, But um, that is the next step is to to get them out of there. Um, And um, the thing is, it's not working also because like we have community that you can't manufacture. So if somebody kind of it doesn't matter if somebody takes your idea because it's not you. You know what I mean? Because you when you created something, you know, like i have all the data points from since 2020 of what drives this community and why the community is here so that is not working you know this overseas um clone yeah (laughs) so uh it doesn't have the heart it doesn't yeah so it's it's not working and so we um I just am warning everybody that is not us. Okay. <laughs> so, so go to your browser. <laughs> yeah, and go type to your browser. Get the website UDL. Get Okay. Udle. G e t y o u d l
1: e. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Get UDL. Yeah. Excellent.
0: Perfect. Exciting. Um. Oh, one thing I did not ask, and I meant to, is plans to scale the product nationally, or a timeline, or anything like that. For, yes. Okay. For kind of expansion and different phases.
2: So, okay, we have like proof of concept, right? We know it's like you know people are using it. Um, and okay, I I do have a little data I was that was about to say, kind of, yes, you came
0: prepared. So let Well, it was
2: okay. So we we've like had.
0: Data. All
2: right. Now we know we have the the social. Component of it, right? And that is mainly Memphis. It goes it's Memphis, South Haven, Olive Branch, Germantown, Bartlett, Horn Lake, Collierville, Eads, Lakeland, Clarksdale, Mississippi. Those are our top ten cities. That's on all Memphis. social. Yeah. Right. They're all pretty much better. Yeah. So we're like, yeah, so that's right around right so right here. Yeah. Tri-state area. And then but then in, in mid-December, we launched our web platform, right? And so uh, what's exciting is the hundred thousand event count. So Ooh, that means any since- action that anybody makes on the page, like opening it clicking on it, you know, so anything, scrolling down. So that's an event on, on, um, in, you know, in the tech world, right? And so having that is exciting. But what we didn't expect, because our goal is to refine Memphis, get the mark perfect, the market fit, right? And then we scale to um, cities that, <laughs> there are lots of copycats that popped up all around um, America. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, we didn't anticipate that we would then see our numbers were like the top 10 cities are uh, Memphis, Nashville, Atlanta, Little Rock, Chicago, Olive Branch, Bartlett, South Haven, Dallas, Collierville. So mm-hmm. we did not anticipate that we were going to um, reach cities outside of Memphis. So the scaling is kind of happening
1: uh, without effort. But how and- are they using it? Like, are they? It's still just stores that are in Memphis, right? Or no, so okay, so that's the thing is that
2: the national stores that we are plugged into, like that the they're national. Like yeah,
0: the, okay. oh, yeah. like the Best, Buys Kroger, or Target, Best so Buy, Target, Best Buy. It's not just individual right. locations. It's like right anywhere so they that's have better them too. Then because oh, individual yeah. locations would take you your whole lifetime right right, <laughs> yeah, right. That's fair. so we're
2: able to anywhere and what's interesting is kroger has it's not just they have different names all around the nation so they're in california they're everywhere Ooh. and so um that's what's exciting about it is that it's, it's kind of starting to scale by itself and people are mm. finding us because what you do okay so i i do want to tell you the story of how that evolved so very quickly you know we had our people in on social helping each other find products And then we asked them what would help, you know, you find products even better. And they wanted web, a web. they wanted a search that they, you know, they wanted technology to help them. Mm -hmm. So we have the humans and then we added the technology. So when you go to getutil.com, you just, you put in the name of the product, the specific name, so it would be gentle ease. It wouldn't be baby formula, right? It would be gentle ease. And then you put in any zip code, and if any of our stores have that product, it will show you what's in stock, the store. You can click on it and buy it if you want, or you can drive to the store. And the, so the uphill uh, Herculean task is adding more stores. Mm-hmm. But what's beautiful is we have a new partnership with the University of Memphis, Um yeah, they're students. But we both we, we literally made the same. same page. Page. Yeah, you did. Their necks, like they <laughs> we both they just sat up leaned or. up, we, like, like they were. It <laughs> looked like gazelles. Yes, yeah. from our hunched shrimp. <laughs> I know like, you guys like, were literally literally not hunching. Hunching. crouched over. They're the not hunched. We sat up straight for that. <laughs> yeah. So University never Memphis. Yeah. So it was so exciting, and, and you know, like I, we there were different different business, businesses pitched to the students to. uh, Get them to take on our project for their capstone. And so they chose Util. So we have yes. um Big snaps for you. awesome group of seniors um, in the computer science program who are working and listen, they're this is huge. They're going to save Main Street America. Now, basically, what they're doing... <laughs> they are. They, are, they, saving, are. they, they are. are. What they're doing is as building... As senior thesis. <laughs> <he> says, yes. <laughs> we're saving the world. Um, but they are building um, a plug-in for small businesses to plug into our search so their products can be found as well. So it's not just these... Like, our whole goal has been for the small businesses. And so they're leading the charge right now in... Um, Starting our small business, um, you know the information that's going to be connected to small business getting their products in our search. Oh,
1: yes, so, that's yeah. so exciting. Yeah,
0: that, that really is exciting. I love. Yeah,
1: that. and I love that you're working with with students to do that. No, so next yeah. generation workforce, here we come. Yes. talk about they're code early for
2: every meeting we have. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. I'm like, who it. are you? They're amazing. They're really amazing people. And they're they're good people. And they're also eager. And it's like they're so hungry. And I just love. I mean, they give me life. <laughs> so smart, too. Jeez. Yeah. Like, wow. Okay. Awesome.
0: I did have one more question about the way that you could use UDL. So does it... Do cost comparisons? I am curious about that. Well, what we felt was that
2: who wants to pay more for anything, right? So we're like, mm-hmm. why even? Um, what we do is we put the lowest price okay at the top of Love you know. That. So when you search, the lowest price is there, and so you don't have to um, go through all of that. You don't it's, have to do it's a done comparison, for you.
0: Really, it's already
1: okay. It's Just done it for you. Okay,
2: See, yeah, you. my
1: mom needs this. <laughs> like,
2: yeah, <laughs> you don't have to drive all over the place, and you don't have to look for the lowest price. Have to yeah. It's right, a right there. Spreadsheet work
1: Right. My mom right. is so particular about like her protein bars, and I know <laughs> that she's gonna be like she hunts for them, <laughs> and they have to be very specific. And so like.
0: Exactly I'm me this look. She's your white hot user
2: right here. <laughs> She's white, white hot user.
1: I, <laughs> I mean, like, me too, but, but like also her.
2: We do need help though. Let me tell you how. We need yep. um we need connections to retailers to have personal relationships so that we can add them, add their products to our search engine. So that's like a big thing. Like we want we want to support businesses and we want to connect them to our search engine so they can be found. And, um, you know, that's what's beautiful is that we're like a dating site (laughs) for (laughs) people and products. So we're like, yeah, it's like Match.com for like your store and our
0: shoppers. (laughs) So we need to get all those good, good people and all those good, good products on there. Yeah, we do. So that we can make the right
2: matches. Yes. Awesome. I love it. I do have to say, like, we do have um, a crowd campaign going. Is that okay? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, we're WeFunder.com forward slash utile. Other. Okay. That's awesome. awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. So we have something that we do on this on this podcast called a lightning round. Oh. Which is just stream of conscious answers. <laughs> I know. Are you ready? Are you excited? I'm not ready.
2: You got this. You got this. No, no. got this. I'm kidding. Okay. I'm kidding.
0: So, would you rather be on the hunt for this or that hard to source item? Mm. Okay. So, toilet paper or paper towels paper towels okay baby formula or eggs
2: i love eggs
0: <laughs> <laughs> i like them I scrambled them. with cheese Yep, oh. that's my favorite it's yep, like it. It.
2: breakfast is my favorite meal and scrambled eggs with cheese yep accurate you don't even have to put
1: salt or pepper in it yeah it's just it's just the cheese <laughs> um do you have a grocery that you always have in your fr- is it eggs uh, in your fridge or pantry is that- have, like an item
0: I like always have on like head. if
1: there's nothing else in the house, you still have this. That is literally the best question. Um, I do, I do have eggs. It's <laughs> eggs. In college, it was like beer and eggs for me. No matter what, mm-hmm. I had beer and
0: eggs. See, like, I have like canned black beans for me. Oh, okay, all right. Because I feel like it's very versatile. It's a staple. These are <laughs> know, staples. Right? Yeah, the beer. Okay, yeah, <laughs> but okay. the beer
1: and eggs. <laughs> <laughs> it's necessary.
0: Um. What is one of your favorites of the stories you've ever reported on? Oh, I know, I know, <laughs> I love it. Okay,
2: okay, you're not going to believe this. This is the most exciting thing. So I was in. This is when I was in California, and you know, Andrews Air Force Base is out there. Yes. Um. Well, I suffer from like I do not like heights, and it's like so. Okay, my dad's from Nevis, a small island outside of the just like east of the lower end, in the the lower Antilles. And we used to have to take these these little planes, you know? So I've just always had a problem with heights. Well, (laughs) one time, okay, I used to work weekends at this job. And so Andrew's Air Force Base was like, hey, we're gonna let somebody go up in an F-16 Fighting Falcon. And they, I was the weekend girl. (gasps) So they picked me. Uh Now I was just like, this will be good for my 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 fear of heights. You know, <laughs> this will cure you, right? Yeah, exposure therapy. I do all kind. Of, I've jumped. I've bungee jumped. I've um, <gasps> I've done um, parasailing over the ocean. I've gone. I've flown over volcanoes, and I still don't like it.
0: No, so. My palms are like sweaty. Yeah, like, thinking I, I don't. All these things so I don't that like it. To try I'm that. not
2: doing it anymore. I'm no. Not, okay, but okay. So the story was to do. Um, go up in an F16 fighting falcon but you had to do training. So I did all this training for a whole day. They gave me barf bags. Um I didn't barf. Oh hey. Um, but there you go. let me tell you. Yes. They they're snap clapping. So we go up and it's like we had to we broke the sound barrier. We it was I think it was 200 feet above the mojave mojave desert we it's like scaling there's this thing they can turn on almost like you're like luke skywalker you know and tatooine you know you know <laughs> i love star wars no so anyway we scaled the mojave desert like hundred, like just like 200 feet above the, the sand yeah um then they did an in-flight fueling so another plane came up and fueled the jet while i was there and then two more things happened that were amazing um they were like he was like okay go ahead and um take take the controls i was like no and he was like do it you know it's fine i'm here so he literally let me control the f16 fighting falcon <laughs> then he was like oh. We're gonna do the fighter roll. I was like, you know what? That's oh, where I draw the line. No. I was like, no. So we've if, done so much. Like, I'm like, I'm good. Like we can land right now. We've checked all my boxes. All please. the boxes are checked. And so he was like, okay, okay. So that was early on, right? And then he didn't say it. And all of a sudden, I'm upside down <laughs> in this plane. You know, and it, it's a three-second. seconds. So it, you're you're pointing up, and then when you roll, it takes three seconds to to. Okay. Zip around, so we did the fighter pilot role, and then where I really did draw the line was they were he was going to fly straight up and then fly straight down, Mm -mm. and I said no,
1: nope.
2: So, but
0: guess what? I'm speechless. (laughs) That's amazing. Guess what he did? What? Guess what he did? He did it anyway. Then,
2: like two weeks later, I'm like sitting. I go into my station and I see this huge box on my desk. I'm like, what is this? And then I'm like, you know. Andrews Air Force Base. I'm like, ah, oh, you know, he sent me my fighter uh, pilot, my my fighter pilot suit with my name on it, with Anthony Aww. on it, and the badges from his, you know. His division.
0: Aww. That's precious. That's so okay. sweet. He's so like, I'm sorry, I'm...
2: I traumatized you. Yeah. Here's
0: a gift. <laughs> Here, have this to remember. I awesome. love that. That's a great one.
2: Yeah, it was the best story that's ever. That's so cool. It you was, got to like, do a lot of cool things.
0: That is. That's amazing. That's awesome.
2: Can't even believe it. Awesome.
0: <laughs> and that's then wild. one more question to close us out. What makes the Memphis community unique? If you could say in one word, one sentence. <gasps> Whoa. Um, I know you. you were with well, me until I put my... My limitations, no, but I, I mean, mean, it's
2: like, okay, so what makes it unique? It is the mixture of like, it's all of the senses, like every sense that you have, you know, taste, smell, like, you know, just like everything, think, touch. It literally feeds every sense to the highest amount. And, um, you know, it's you, you feel more when you're here, I think, you know, like if I go out of town, I'm like, this is kind of sterile you know in comparison, yeah it's flat like, it's
0: just meh right
2: meh mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah so there it's like it's just it heightens your senses and it it fills you and so that's what
0: I love about it perfecto okay well if we didn't have anything else thank, thank you so much for joining, so much. joining <laughs> us oh my
2: gosh are you kidding I could stay here all day they're going to have to throw me out no we would have you too <laughs> we, we do have a time limit I need more flight stories yes. please
0: thank you <laughs> thank you so much thank you that was such an energizing conversation jamie i learned so much i feel like i have so many more questions like she said she could be here all day i feel like i could ask her questions all day and learn about entrepreneurship and like how you take a good idea to a great idea why tech why like just watching her talk about it she's so passionate and and like,
1: it's contagious.
0: It really is. Even though I don't, like, ha- I don't know about coding and all I these know. other things, like, I'm like, yes. Yes. Me too. I, I'm going to start do that. It. I'm yes. going to do it. <laughs> but no, it was wonderful. So we are super excited to for Kanji to um, help tee up our Celebrate What's Right. So... Jamie, can you tell us more about yeah. our Celebrate What's Right coming up? Yeah, two weeks.
1: Uh, we will have part of our Celebrate What's Right series. It's called a Risky Business. Um, this will be April 6th at Hardin Hall of Memphis Botanic Gardens from 12 to 1.30 p.m. It's a lunch slash panel discussion, and it's going to give an overview on entrepreneurship in Memphis, particularly taking a look at the tech sector. So um, check that out. Get, get your tickets while they are still um available <laughs> we've got moderator jessica tavo from epicenter um our four panelists include brandon harris from ridgeline erica pleibia hemphill from med hall ito sarig from alchemist and suzanne Drumright from Dextrous robotics and our sponsors include first horizon foundation blue cross blue shield of tennessee and duncan williams asset management it's going to be an awesome energizing conversation
0: Absolutely. So, find out more at newmemphis.org. And you could also find out about all of our leadership development programs. And if you like what you hear, you could also hit that big red donate button. What? Absolutely. (laughs) So, until next week. Bye. Bye. This week's episode is made possible by our friends at Independent Bank. You can learn more about them at i-bankonline.com.